0: We're back here again for another episode of the Diversions Podcast. We're your host here. I'm Keddy. It's B. And another great episode here for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's. Uh, I had fun. <laughs> what about you? I don't know. I'm in like Dora the Explorer mode, but. What? How? I don't know, man. I just feel like I've been talking in a like weird Dora the Explorer way all all day today. <laughs> okay. I guess. I don't know just fun dealing with customers that act like children you know i guess yeah that makes that makes sense yeah retail life Glad i left that behind (laughs) (sighs) take me with you buddy take me with you uh but i guess to start us off here today uh you apparently don't have any shows to recommend i got (laughs) nothing my dude i got deep into a good run of uh one piece and that's pretty much all i've been watching for a while i'm like midway through the dress rosa island arc and everything like that really good arc loving it this anime just keeps getting better but um i don't know just re- recommend some of my uh classics and favorites i was recently watching 10 things i hate about you because that's the best movie ever made right uh so i'm gonna recommend that one that's a good that's actually a really great movie young heath ledger baby ass joseph gordon levitt mm-hmm. julia styles got saved the last dance because of her freestyle dance scene at the party scene in that <laughs> movie to biggie uh yeah just phenomenal movie Highly recommend it to anyone, and uh, if you watch it and love it, you'll understand me as a person a little bit more. (laughs) All right. Uh, I have quite a few recommendations here. Um, First up is Ultraman on Netflix. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone has ever seen that before. Uh, I just started up the second season, because I didn't even know the second season was out already. I didn't either. Um, This goes to show you how much marketing Netflix has done for that. Because it was a while ago since season one came out, right? Yep. Yeah, Yeah. it's been quite a while. I think I... I had to like. I think I'm gonna have to rewatch season one, and go to season two, because like there's stuff in season two. I'm like, wait, who's that again? Yeah, there's a big gap between those two seasons. So I think I might have to rewatch. Either way, though, I do love the Ultraman series. It's not like your typical Ultraman. These are more like, I guess, Takatsu, kind of like Power Rangers, Common Rider kind of thing, where each one has like their own suit, basically. And all, each different suit is like an homage to a different Ultraman series, so it's pretty cool. Okay, that's pretty tight. Yeah, the next recommendation here I have is to go along with our theme of Harry Potter last week, but now this one is called Mashal. Now, think Harry Potter, but with muscles. So, basically, he's a guy who lives in a world with, like, magic, but he has no magic at all, so he basically has to become physical god in order to pretend like he has magic. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> Loving it. It's, Loving it. Is it good? Re- Have you watched it? I've read some of the chapters. So it's, I've like, I started reading it. So I was like, I like what I'm getting so far. It's really okay. good. So. Yeah. I can't tell like how much I'm going to like it. Cause it just feels like funny version of Black Clover or something like that. I don't know. I guess kind of like if you like the humor and like in Mob Psycho and One Punch Man, then you'll definitely love the humor here. Uh, Mob Psycho is one of my favorite anime. So yeah. All right. I'm down for that. So yeah, there we go. I think at this point it's probably going to be the better version of Harry Potter, I guess. I mean, anything's going to be the better version of Harry Potter at this point. That's true. I mean, you you heard me going off on it last time. <laughs> I was fucking heated. That's very true. But I guess to dive in here to the main course of the meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes! Uh, yesterday, as of the week of this recording, uh, Once a Ranger has premiered on Netflix. And man, what a flush of memories that was as I watched this special. I don't know. You, you saw it later in the night, so I don't know how, how I felt for you. Dude, I fucking loved it yeah it was, it was great. so fun like i haven't watched like a power rangers thing in 15 years maybe uh so watching it again it, like it felt like it's more an episode straight from like the original 90s run like it felt like you could have just that was just a continuation of the series it was pretty well but honestly they had a higher production value not as high as i would <laughs> oh, like it to be but <laughs> oh yeah yeah higher oh, than your typical 90s uh or you know basic tv budget yeah but i mean it was corny and like all the right ways oh yeah definitely the The thing that really like ticked me off though is like i read the ign review before it not because i purposely looked for it it just popped up in my feed and i was reading it and i'm just like dude you, ign's a bunch of fucking haters lately they're, they're, they have <laughs> terrible terrible reviews they have their their reviewers have definitely gone downhill you worthless bunch of I think they're just trying to be more shocking than they are actually trying to, like, be reviewers. That's definitely true, I feel. Yeah. I they're, I just, they're just trying to, like, get the reaction content. I should go in and try to apply. Give them some real content. Uh, bro, I'll review the heck out of some stuff, bud. Some of the things, like, they said the acting was, like, pretty bad, like, super cheesy. And I'm just like, have you, yeah, ever, like, have you ever seen a Power Rangers show? Like, that, that is that's legit the whole point. point of Power Rangers. To be campy and dorky and just, you know, fucking fun. Yeah, like, the Power Rangers are supposed to be, like, this exaggerated personified of what like a good person is supposed to be basically yeah like obviously no one's always going to be like that but you know this is what makes them power rangers i guess you could say it was super corny it 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 did go fast it did i will say that the pacing was kind of cracked out and like there's a lot of things where like like i think they addressed the rangers that could not be in it uh pretty well i guess right they they just kind of get them out of the story right away um you know the Rel- yellow ranger uh the original yellow ranger whose name i can't think of at the moment but um she originally the actress or her character Tui Trang? yeah um i mean she died in like 2002 or something like that so she yeah. obviously was unable to be in this so they did a nice little like she sacrificed herself i kind think of that was thing. a beautiful touch it, it mean, was like, it was good it was nice um this was made before date Jason David Frank Uh, passed away so like they just kind of you know he was just captured right away and like had no lines or anything like that so you know just real easy get him out the story kind of stuff but then like all of a sudden you come back 20 minutes later and like there's like 10 other captured rangers that like yeah i'm like i would like to have seen that happen that would have been cool that would have been really cool to see but i feel like i get get it budget 55 minutes special they just needed to cram the story in as quick as possible that's fine i think for what it was they did a good job with it to like kind of recapture a bit of my nostalgia and i had a good time watching it oh yeah definitely like uh, for me i wasn't expecting like oscar worthy acting or anything but it was good and fun to watch i definitely had a bias watching <laughs> i it. thought it was pretty funny though because like uh, uh the, the red ranger whose name i can't remember is was that wasn't rocky is it? that was Rocky? that was rocky yeah uh he uh is a lot bigger <laughs> when he's powered down yeah. than when he is in the suit and i just think it's very funny to see that well, not that, not that, like he let himself go or anything like that, but like he's a burly man, like a firefighter in in this iteration of it and everything like that. Uh, and then he shrinks down to a tiny little Japanese man in suit. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because even in Japanese Power Rangers, you have like like bigger bodied people mm-hmm. become rangers, but when in the ranger suit, like they slim down. Basically, yeah. Basically, what they write it off is is like the morphing grid gives you like your prime form to like fight which explains why the turbo blue ranger it goes from a kid to an adult yeah so that's that's fine i'm cool with that i just think it's very funny to see (laughs) i think also if they had like a bigger budget and just a little more time to develop because i think this special would have been very phenomenal. keep in touch (laughs) yeah well i read that and i heard it out loud and both times i got hit with confusion damage (laughs) that's what they say more phenomenal yeah more phenomenal i I thought you like typoed the fuck out of that thing but then i was like nope this is a thing yeah but, like I said, I know they kind of fast-tracked it to be on time for the 30th anniversary. And also, I guess, to gauge interest in this specials. And I think if it did well, I think maybe Netflix would be encouraged to do more stuff like this in the future. Because yeah. I feel like they did hint at potential storylines. And there's a lot of, like, for long time, Power Ranger watchers in there who will see, like, little Easter eggs that leads into other things that we saw in series. Oh, for the sure. Series. So, I, in, in preparation, because, like, I'm not a big, like, Ranger fan or anything like that. Like, I appreciate my time with them when I was a kid. But, like, I never kept up with them. Yeah! But like I like that they're still going, you know. I see that, and I'm like, good on the new generation. They're still getting their Power Rangers. Happy to see that. Um, so I watched like a like like two or three YouTube videos on like things you got to know before you watch the movie <laughs> to kind of like prepare myself for right. it. And not a single fucking thing that was mentioned in any of those videos was touched upon in this like in this <laughs> special. And I was like, man, they were wildly speculating. Hot damn! Dude, I was like, on the I was I was pretty close on a bunch of other stuff. So yeah, I'm but um, you didn't ask me. But you yeah, know, some. How dare you! I wanted to do some independent research, all right? I can't lean on you forever. I mean, true. <laughs> but um, but see what you get wrong in. But some of the things, like like some of the behind the scenes things, like I guess the uh, original Jason Red Ranger, yeah. uh, is in like a lot of legal trouble right now. Yep. So he was unable to be in the movie, which is why they went with yeah. Rocky for the Red Ranger, and um, it's not just that. I feel like he he's also been in a, uh more recent specials a lot. True. So, I, I think he was like recently in a uh, one of the Dino ones. Which I which I realized they just repeat dinosaurs like every few years. Yeah, usually when it just always goes back to dinosaurs. So because Power Rangers is adapted from like the Japanese uh, Super Sentai, mm-hmm. and over in Super Sentai, anytime it's an anniversary year, they always do a Dino motive. Okay, so like when there's like I think uh for the first like the first season of Power Rangers that one over there in Japan is called Jew Ranger. It's called what now? Jew Ranger. What? You, I know. Jew Ranger. Okay. Cool that's how they pronounce it that's all right it. so i think that for them that was like their 10 or 15 year anniversary over there i'm not entirely sure which one it was for them but no. that was a dinosaur motif and then like five ten years later there's another so yeah every anniversary big year they do a dinosaur motif it's they always repeat dinosaurs uh ninjas and twice they've done samurai <laughs> no i think they've only done samurai once twice from what i remember but i could be entirely wrong as well no, but no. they've done ninja a few times and they've, they've done they ninja do, and they times. do dino a lot yeah, and I just think it's hilarious. And the staple is always the Red Ranger is always a Tyrannosaurus. I mean, I mean, it's, it's just makes sense to yeah. me. And usually blue is uh, Triceratops, but there's one time where in Power Rangers Dino Charge, pink was Triceratops, so that oh, was really cool. Very cute. Yeah. But, and then uh, Jason David Frank was not included because he was like working on his own legacy of the White Dragon movie right. or something like that. Yeah, because I think it was they started working this special after he officially retired from Power Rangers. Well, no, he was he was making a movie at the same time they were making this. Yeah, but he also, like, earlier, before he bef- focused on that movie, he retired, like, his role as Tommy. Oh, I thought this was a Tommy role. No, no, no. He, he he retired his role as Tommy for Power Rangers. Legacy of the White Dragon is an entirely independent project, something else completely different. Oh, okay. I thought I thought this was, like, about the White Rangers. No, no, no. no, like no. That. Obviously, he's using, like, the Power Ranger hype to, like, kind of, like, gauge interest. It, it looks really cool from the the well, it, no, I thought it was a Power Rangers story. It, because because yeah. they said he originally didn't want to be in this movie because it was too close. The original script for this was too closely related to what he was working on. I don't know how closely that would be, but I just know Legacy of the White Dragon is something entirely different. It's not from Power Okay, Rangers. well, I'd be curious to see if that ever comes out, just to see what that's about. But yeah, so, I mean, regardless, for what they were able to get, it was pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I think it was nice to have a focus on the original cast, mostly, because I feel like this is a group of people who... That was another this. thing. I thought this was going to be a lot more of, like, the like, the anniversary editions where, like, all the different teams from across the years get together. Oh, this dude, was that, just was, that straight was so cool. Up, this was just straight up Mighty Morphin. Yeah. Like, that was it. The only time you see another Ranger is when they're, like, captured. Yeah, but even then, there's you see them, like, in their Ranger form. And the only ones who made, like, cameo appearances in their non-Ranger form was just Adam and Aisha. Yeah. And their, their appearance hints at something, a different Ranger team that leads on into the future, but... Yeah, like I said, it was pretty cool. It was even cool at the Johnny Young Bosch panel that he was talking about. I like, I can't really say too much, but he's just like, it's not the end of my character. but Yeah, exactly. Like, he was not in this movie. Yeah. He was in it for five minutes, and the first time he was in it was to set up the lamest exposition I've ever seen (laughs) for an invisibility device. And I was like, you didn't need to do any of that. But I appreciate that you did it just to put my boy in there. (laughs) Yeah. Overall, I really like the special. It's super cheesy, campy. I like it. I like how they incorporated, like, Trini's daughter on her path to becoming a Power Ranger. Yeah, that was a nice little touch, passing of the torch, you know, changing mantle and whatnot. Uh, They they actually did a really like really nice tribute at the end to yeah was, to, to her and uh, jason david frank definitely brought a tear to my eye uh yeah no i, I like got emotional at that and i was like not expecting that at all and then they immediately cut to the intense ass power rangers <laughs> theme song immediately afterwards i was like fuck guess i'm done mourning okay It's, it's what they would have wanted <laughs> for anyone wondering at ketty's funeral uh we are playing the power rangers theme song when he's <laughs> being laid to rest <laughs> but hopefully this engages like more interest and like it like i said encourage netflix to give them a bigger budget and hopefully go. yeah m- please give r- them a bigger budget because that zord fight was atrocious it was pretty bad like i don't understand like i know over like toy has it dude does. they did the intro like right. the original toy capture intro when they were coming and then they just cgi'd them into the megazord and it was disgusting yeah, the Megazord fight. I just don't, I get to CGI maybe may have been the cheaper route, but you know, if it was the a cheaper bit, route, it was the cheapest of cheap routes because it looked trash. Yeah, <laughs> I think it would have been a lot cooler if they used a Megazord suit because I know they have it over in Japan. They can just request to be like, hey, let us borrow the suit, blah blah blah. Bro, you can get one off of Etsy for less money than it costs to like really? CGI even, that entire or yeah, thing, or even that too. Like, it's, you can get a fan made thing like that. I'm sure. Definitely, and I'm pretty sure any fan would have loved to see their work on a Power Rangers production. Yeah, like when they didn't have enough Star Wars extras, so they got the 501st Infantry to the yeah the G- local Midwest uh, Star Wars cosplayer group to fill in as extras. Yeah, it even even for Mandalorian, actually, they had all those Mandalorians that are on the set. They're all cosplayers. Yeah. So it's it's really cool. Actually, because I was like one of my coworkers, uh, his girlfriend, I guess, is like in that group. And so she helps a lot of those people to be have their armor ready for like the the set, basically. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I need to talk to her when I make my armor. So hopefully in the future we get to see like more rangers included, like maybe an even bigger reunion special, something yeah. or more original story. I did like that this was an original story and that we're not tied down to Japanese footage and try to make the story fit around that. I agree. Um, that also kind of brings to mind the uh, the YouTube series that they did for a little bit. YouTube series. Who's yeah? You don't remember that YouTube special? I do remember that like weird ass. Part. It wasn't. It wasn't a special. It was just like a trailer for like a movie. That no, no, no. To they pitch. they made like a couple episodes did they i've only seen that one and i was just like one i was like this person obviously does not understand what Rangers is supposed to be about um no but like it was still like a cool um you know take on the characters and everything like that so it's still know. fun to see them do something differently i guess but for me it was it was, was kind of stupid i was just like wow it's like this one person listened to lincoln park once <laughs> That was actually really spot-on analysis of what that looked like. Um, I remember it being pretty cool, and I thought it was neat. Uh, and it was happening around the same time that the uh, Mortal Kombat web series was happening, too, which was pretty fucking raw. I don't know, dude. I, maybe, maybe there was more, but I feel like it was just a trailer. It might have just been the trailer. I might just be mixing it up with the Mortal Kombat thing, but I'm pretty sure there was at least some footage, because Jason David Frank was involved in that, too. But I remember there being like a second reveal. So I thought there was like a series of trailers, but I'm pretty sure they made at least... like one or two short episodes i could be wrong though don't fact check me uh, i don't know i make stuff up a lot of times he really does and i'm very convincing that even <laughs> i believe it oh Gaslight yourself homies that way you're never wrong but i remember that special and i think it's kind of what like peaked in like started interest into the 2017 movie that came out which i wish they didn't yeah i, li- I don't get it like some people really do love that movie and i'm like what is there to like I mean, mean, aside from the cast, I think the cast was perfectly, like, casted. Cast was awesome, and then they just gave him nothing to work with. Pretty much. Those suits were ugly. Suits were horrible. Story Story was was weak. Like Yeah. And then I was watching, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, and they were saying it's all, like, when they were designing the Megazord that they they developed them so individually that they had no clue how all these five different Zords would come together. That's so funny. And that's the whole reason that... that they showed it morphing together in the fire in a flash yeah they didn't show it like combining because they didn't because they weren't sure how the hell this was all gonna come (laughs) together and i'm like you the blueprint was right fucking there yeah dude that there should just be one guy whose job it is to be like this is how they go together yeah and i i don't know i just i hated every design for like the suits the swords, everything it was so stupid The, the suits felt so outdated like it felt like the 90s where they tried to make everything like edgy and jagged and like i just i didn't care for them i thought they were ugly as shit then they gave like the pink and yellow rangers like kind of like high-heeled kind of boots yeah i was like well come on like we I don't gotta like, do really? all that. yeah it's like what do they need high-heeled boots like, they're fighting well it's like oh god it's so annoying yeah i i don't know man that too many crispy cream jokes it's just like oh uh, yeah what the fuck was that about I, were I, they like a weird sponsor of the so. movie i think so it's like have you ever seen uh morgan spurlock's uh the greatest movie ever sold no so the entire thing, the entire movie is a documentary about how advertising works, essentially. And throughout the movie, he sells advertising slots to be the main, like, promoters of the movie. <laughs> and so throughout the movie, they stop and do commercials for the top three contributors. And the biggest contributor to the movie was Palm, the pomegranate juice company, Palm huh. Wonderful. And so it's called Palm Wonderful Presents, the greatest movie ever sold. So <laughs> oh my god, it felt like that, like. They definitely got an advertising spot, so they had to say Krispy, K- Krispy Kreme like ten times at least throughout the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I know they're developing a new Power Rangers movie, but we'll see what happens. As long as it, it, they take what was good from the 2017, which was very little, and just I don't know, don't do what they did. Basically, don't. Yeah, don't do that thing. Yeah, I mean, which the- is funny because they are like entirely non-canon because they can't mesh with Japanese film footage and stuff like that. So it's like. Until you get, like, an actually, like, produced, like, from scratch Power Ranger series, which is what they're working on at Netflix right now. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to, like, tie them in with the rest of the Ranger world. I th- that was, That's the thing that annoyed me. It's, like, there was very, like, the last 10 minutes is when they were all a morph team together. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's, like, man, just, like, you guys really rely on that Japanese footage just to show the morph sequences fights. So, it's just, like one chance you could do original work and like you don't you don't do it it's like come on and like i get that it was an origin story and like they're kind of saving like the big reveal for the end but like yeah come on that's what we're here to see But it was not, it's like it's like maybe it's because the suits are cgi so you don't want to do too much work i was like well make a practical suit maybe this wasn't the design to go with yeah it should not be that hard the original fucking series and movies is just spandex and some foam you can yeah. just do that even the 95 movies though those suits were fucking awesome yeah those were cool as hell they were really cool. And also, I think I saw on a Twitter feed, someone pointed out that the helmets from the movie, mm-hmm. uh, they're designed to be like a splice between like their dino and ninja power mm-hmm. animals. Okay. So like you see the kind of like, and they, show, and they showed it, and I, now I can't unsee this. Okay. So like you see the Tyrannosaurus head, but if you look at a different angle, it also gives like the ape-like look. Oh. And then if you see the frog with the mastodon, and yeah, you see the white tiger and the eagle. And I'm like, that is such a subtle thing that I've never noticed up until now. Can we also appreciate all of the black rangerisms that were in once and always? Because the mini <laughs> yeah. the first time he transforms he's like "Zack is back." in black and i'm like oh he didn't have to do all of that come on oh, he definitely did That's and then zach. and then when they're they're doing a fight against the putties in the the juice bar or whatever and he starts doing hip-hop keto and i'm just oh, like dude. bro you didn't have to go that hard i loved and it I, it wouldn't be zach without hip-hop keto I, I was like you didn't have to do all of that and i appreciate the fact that you did it i think the hip-hop keto thing is what helped him land the role of zach uh sure i could see it yeah. Originally, he was going to play Billy, but he wanted to be the Black Ranger because he said it would be more significant for a black person to be the Black Ranger. Interesting. They got a lot of flack for like race casting those roles, so it's I funny know. to hear that it was his decision. Yeah, it was his decision because he was going to be the Blue Ranger, but he's just like, I want to be the Black Ranger. Okay. Good and on like, you. And I, I know everybody like loves Tommy. Who doesn't love Tommy? But for me, my favorite Power Ranger was actually Zach. I actually really did like Zach. And for some reason, I was always a really big fan of the Blue Ranger, so I, I did really like... Uh is it colin yost david yost david yost there we go colin yost is from snl um yeah david yost uh which i <laughs> at one point i was like look there's a gay couple in the movie <laughs> like it was very forced not forced but it was like very out of place and i was like you you know that he had a hand in doing that i don't i wouldn't say it's out of place i feel like they could have handled it better because like she just helped my boyfriend and then she just drives to the side and and she could have been i could have it could have been like a quick exchange like where is he and, then and he the, yeah and then, they, and then they show him yeah. show them like embrace afterwards and i was like that was a weird thing to just throw in there but yeah, like well, why not i get that they're trying to like kind of make amends to uh david yos because like you know the whole being bullied for being gay thing uh, of causing him to leave the show but who's saying man that was that was tragic it's funny because <laughs> i was texting K- ketty as i was fucking watching this thing and uh I was like, the CGI is not too bad. And he's like, wait till you get to the Zord fight. And I was like, oh, this is horrible. All of the budget clearly went to the gay couple. (laughs) (laughs) But overall, I think IGN has it wrong here. It's definitely not a 6 out of 10. For me, it was 8 out of 10. IGN, get your head out your asses. I I loved, I absolutely loved the special. I think everyone should go watch it, especially if you are a fan of the original series. This is a good, you know, send off to two beloved characters and everything. We're getting some behind the scenes footage right now from Bob's. (laughs) Um... Yeah, dude, it was it was a good time. Uh I have been removed from the Ranger world for fifteen something years or something like that, and uh, I was able to still find joy in it. So I think anyone should go check it out. They really should. If anyone wants a good Power Ranger series to watch, I got plenty of recommendations. I guess off the top of my head, uh In Space. Oh, I loved In Space. In Space, Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed Rescue, Time Force. Oh man, there's there's just so many good ones. SPD is one of my favorites. What's the one where they're pirates? That's Mega Force. Do that one. Don't do that one. No, it's bad. Why are it, the pirate ones bad? It should have been really cool, but I feel like bad. Their costumes uh, are cool as fuck. Yeah, they were the costumes really cool, but I feel like one just just a bad story and direction and it was it was during the time when like Saban was trying to sell off the franchise again. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate because I feel like the cast was pretty cool, but it's just it wasn't executed properly. Pirates though. It was really cool. That was a cool season because their ability was they had the power to morph into past rangers. The what? Yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah, so with their morpher, they get like a ranger key, and then they can access like past ranger form. So like, oh, it, it's it's really cool. Like the Japanese version of it, uh, Gold, Gold Kiger, so cool. American version, not as good, not as cool. It does not, it does not handle the transition properly. This is a, like I guess sub versus dub thing. This is where you go with the sub. <laughs> okay, there you go. Go with the source material, folks. So yeah, but if if you know, let me know. I'll post a picture of a Power Ranger on its version sixty-four. Let us know what your favorite Power Ranger series was, or who your favorite Power Ranger is, or yeah, who, who your favorite Power Ranger is. Doesn't matter. I know right now, like a lot. I know a lot of people want like some serious Power Ranger stuff, and if they do, I recommend go reading the comics because I think the comics, comics are rad, dude. The best thing from from just like the snippets I've seen, like the comics are rad, especially like the um like the history of Zordon yeah. and everything like that. Like those those like origin story series. Uh, have been pretty cool from what I've seen from them. Yeah, like Lord Zed apparently was a mentor to Zordon before. Yeah, he, like, exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's, who saw that coming? It's, yeah, it's really good. So definitely check out the comics from Boom Studios. Top tier. Like Boom. if you if you want like the same campiness and like fun filled Power Ranger adventures, but with a little more mature themes and like I guess I don't know realistic approaches to certain. Yeah, it's a little topics. It's, it's less campy. It's more yeah. direct. It's more actual. So definitely read the comics. If they can the adapt world. the comics for like a TV series or like animated feature, stellar. That'd be fun. I would love to see like an animated Power Ranger series. I think everyone would love to see an because it's just so much easier and just have the original actors voice them, so they're still getting their their love yeah. and stuff like that. So it'll be good. But moving on here, uh, over the weekend I watched Suzume. I it's a great movie. Not my favorite Makoto Shinkai movie. I still think uh, Weathering with You is the best one in my personal opinion. Uh, I don't know if you're really like big into like anime movies like that that are very outside the battle Shonen kind of. I have not seen as many as a, as I was like as I would like to have. Um, uh, mostly because they bring up emotions, and I don't like to pretend like I have emotions sometimes. So <laughs> you know, I just stick to Shonen because it's easier. You gotta branch out, man. Uh, yeah, but my heart's not ready. I'm trying to think of any that I can think of. I don't know. Studio Ghibli films? That's Studio Ghibli's amazing. Uh, I love Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, Spirited Away, obviously, is a m- classic for a reason because it's so damn good. Uh, Princess Mononoke okay, is great, but not my favorite of those things. Probably Howl's is my favorite of those. Interesting, interesting. I really like Howl's. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's nice to always, like, branch out and, like, watch these kind of movies. I don't know. If you want a, some good, like, Movies like this. Go watch Summer Wars. I think you'll enjoy that one. What is it? Summer Wars? Summer Wars? Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Same guy who directed the Digimon movie. Oh, sold. So, you'll you'll see a lot of similarities, but yeah, I think mo- you'll like it. Most anime movies I watch are like movies of series that I am watching and stuff like that. Ah, uh, I know, right? It's like this just like all that's available. There's too much to watch, Kev. I'm trying to catch up. I don't know. You can watch Ride Your Waves on HBO Max. Ride oh. Your Wave? Yeah. It sounds like surf porn. It's not. It's a very heartfelt story. Really good. Another one is... So ocean. is surf porn. <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching very different porns. Um, we, also, are, uh, we are not the same. <laughs> there's also Ocean Waves available also on HBO Max. So check those out. How many of these bitches got waves? Waves in, for days, man. Waves for Dave's. Who's Dave? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, though this movie did deliver like a great buddy adventure story, I did find myself more invested in the characters that they met on the journey as opposed to our main leads here at times and i don't know i think it's just it didn't feel like it didn't it was a very different movie from his usual work and i know you have nothing to go off of but for me it was while still a good movie i think i just wanted a little more like i felt very fast paced it was a long movie but it felt fast paced like we didn't we didn't stick pacing so important to me for a movie like how i was commenting that the the rangers movie was like too quick um yeah pacing is really important it's like hard to fill time while it also feeling like every moment is like meaningful like i did like it but i feel like i said it was fast paced and i felt like we kept moving to the next areas to like do the next objective like we were like okay we're moving into the town here we're in the town here it's like oh there's a thing that we need to do we do that okay now we're leaving we're moving to the next spot yeah and it's just like i kind of wish we like we could take some time and like spend a little time yeah take exact. a load off folks but shit, they're busy yeah. people. They got to close that door or whatever the fuck that movie's about. Yeah. So like, catch that cat. <laughs> and like, I do like. I, I, before we started doing this, I was like, what is this movie? And Kev's like, watch the trailer. And I was like, oh, a kitty. And he's like, that cat's an asshole. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, okay. <laughs> I know some people will disagree, but this cat was an asshole in the beginning. He sounded like a dick. I would like to strangle this but, cat. <laughs> don't, 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 not that far. <laughs> the cat's a dick, but like, not, not that far. He seemed like he was going to kill a lot of people, buddy. I mean. I might, you might want to strangle a cat or two if they were going to mm. commit genocide. He wasn't committing genocide. Okay, well, fuck. I should watch the movie. So should, should you, it. folks. So, but what I do like how exaggerating the circumstances are for these movies. Uh, there's always like the threat of some impending doom or catastrophe. And it's really funny compared to like a, this beautiful scenery that's happening. It's just like, oh man, it's so nice. But it's just like, we might die here. But it looks pretty. Yeah. To be fair, if I was going to go out, I would like it to be in like New Zealand or somewhere beautiful too. You know what I mean? Yeah, the scenery is beautiful, and I think after, like, my visit to Japan, I, I really do love his attention to detail to a lot of things. Guy like, goes to s- Japan once and won't shut up about it for years. God damn! Nobody will shut up about it. That's true. I'm still jealous. Should have come. I should have come. But, like, like, just, like, I I think what I really do appreciate is also, like, how he, how they animate the water in this movie. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, water's uh, weirdly important to me for, like my benchmark for how good of an animation it but is it's, i don't know i think it was just like really amazing like when the, when it's raining and like you see the different droplets like, and, like you know how like they kind of like like old school anime they just have it like falling all in place like it, the water should drop in the same motion here yeah just recycled animation over yeah, like six, but in six this, frames in this movie just, like re- you can re-lay. see like the droplets like bouncing all over the place and you know, i'm moving it's, like some is flowing toward like the drain and some is building up in a pool like in the grass it's, mm-hmm. it's just it's, it's really cool. like attention cool. to detail of the environment yeah. Goes so a long way. It really does. So overall, I did like this movie. I think I would give this movie like a seven, eight out of ten. There's very minor stuff that I didn't like, but that's just my personal opinion. So And nobody should care about his personal opinion. I mean, it's up to you if you do or not. So. It's a great opinion, folks. Always listen to him. <laughs> Especially if you're listening to this podcast. Don't listen to me. Listen to him. So but yeah, overall, I liked it. I wanna see I I was looking for like references to his past work because sometimes he does drop easter eggs to like his past movies or it's connected in some way but i don't know if i saw any maybe i did see one or two but not 100 percent sure but i definitely do recommend you go watch this movie or watch the other two movies i recommend ocean waves or ride your wave all the waves all the waves all the waves or go watch uh want hit your pancreas which, uh, oh that's him no it's a different dude but oh. he, d- he did your name weathering with you five okay. centimeters per second Cause yeah, I've I've heard uh, I want to eat you pancreas a lot, but I've never gotten to it. Garden of Words, like these are all his movies. Nice, okay, I'll check them out. Definitely do it. Really great movies. But you know, moving on here to let's Speaking pause of making waves. <laughs> the Transformers will return after these messages. Making some summertime waves come through. It's not even really a summer beer. But every time I see it on the shelves at work, I'm like, oh, spring is here. I'm excited. Have you ever had this one before? I did, actually. You've had this one? Yeah, right, cool. I've had Me it too. once before. I like some random dive bar. So Interesting. Um, so this is, I have it at least once a year, so it's not new to us. So I already know what it tastes like. Katie already knows what it tastes like. But I just wanted something crisp and refreshing and kind of familiar. So we're drinking some Bell's Oberon today nice classic clean american wheat ale i think it's like 5.6 percent or something like that so it's not going to knock your socks off but it's just on a nice warm day and tonight's like in the 70s it's a little rainy and muggy but it's still a warm day so i'm like this will cool me off real good like might buzz me up a little bit kind of celebrating the other holiday today (laughs) there you go we are recording on 420 for anyone who's curious (laughs) (laughs) there you go i'll go celebrate later oh man but yes yeah, it's, it's not a bad beer i do like the the design the can design it's, it's smooth easy to drink dude it's it's just like easy whenever i see it on the shelf i'm like oh it's springtime i gotta get bells so plus bells just michigan brewery somewhat local uh i always like their stuff so i was looking for something from three floyds hmm. but i didn't have anything on the shelves from them because apparently they have this big uh like casking event that's going on coming up soon what uh and we're doing a raffle at work and the winner gets to go with uh with our boss to huh. the brewery for the taste and so i put my name in i really hope i get to go because a cool. i love my boss he's fucking high i want to hang out with him and also right. be like i like beer so i want to <laughs> go <laughs> I, i'm excited for this but yeah oberon american Wheat ale pretty good solid drink easy to drink classic stuff good summer barbecue i think yeah, if you're uh, somewhat into craft beer in the Midwest, you're probably familiar with the can. If you've never tried it before, give it a go. Yeah, there we go. Creepy little son, love this guy. That concludes our drink break. We now return to the Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Are we gonna get sound bites for entering this <laughs> this and skit and stuff? Maybe like that? we'll see. We'll see. Fair there's right. a lot of there's a lot of stuff working work here. I don't know. 420 man. 420. We're freaking out, guys. <laughs> This episode uh, might be a little slow, slow-brained. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Avatar Studios has released images of the upcoming Kiyoshi movie, and man, they have not missed a beat. Getting glimpses of Kiyoshi's origin and also what she looks like without makeup. So no more whitewashing art. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, no, she looks really good. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, um, and she said that apparently there's like one very popular like fan animator who drew a lot of like what if Kyoshi looked like this kind of material and apparently they actually sourced a lot of that for the look that they're doing in this movie um so like shout outs to them i don't remember their name off the top of my head uh, if i remember to link it but it's cool to see that like avatar is propped up by its fans so much that they also give back to their fans by like you know shouting out to their designs and stuff like that and it looks like she got some credit for the work she did as well so I think that's really cool, but also just like looks fucking great, man. Like anything done by that original team is going to be badass. I'm super stoked to see any of this. Yeah, and, and also I guess a lot of people found out that Kyoshi is a lesbian or bisexual. Yeah, I, I thought know. that was like known, known. Like ever since like Cora uh, came out, like I thought yeah. everyone knew Kiyoshi. Yeah, those, I was like, I feel like I feel um, like that was like pretty much implied or like known, but they also did show like a bitch had big feet. <laughs> 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 they also showed like who her girlfriend is. Uh, her name is Rangi. It looks like she's from the Fire Nation. Ooh, so, inter it, inter nation. I don't know. I'm. It is because she is from the Earth Kingdom. I believe. I'm done talking. And then they also have like other characters. I guess they have like uh, Jianzu Earth Sage that is tasked with finding the Avatar. He kind of looks like Toph's uh, first earth bending master that keeps teaching her the basics. Okay. And then the one that really got me interested is uh, this w- a person from, like, the Water Tribe named Tagaka. She's captain of the Fifth Nation Pirate Fleet. Oh, cool. So I'm just like, interesting to see here. And then we have a uh, Big Bear version of Aang. His name is Kelsang. Oh, that is a uh, big fella. I can definitely see him being voiced by J.K. Simmons. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. That looks exactly like J.K. Simmons. I don't know why. For I mean, sure, dude. But I'm very, very excited to see where this movie goes and, like, what the, uh, I guess are we going to see her, like, fight against this, like, one emperor that she, like, ended up killing on accident, so. Oh, when she split the continent? Yeah. I wonder if we're going to see that moment. I mean, or maybe they're just adapting the comic that is, uh, that came out, oh, well, not too long ago. Oh, I didn't know there was a Kyoshi comic. So, yeah, I think, I don't know if the movie, or the, I don't know if it's going to be a movie or series, because they, they keep calling it Avatar Generations, so. The comic series? No, this um, movie or series. People say movies, but then it says Avatar Generation Series, so I don't know what exactly we're going to get. Interesting. Well, well, we'll find out, I guess, when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it looks cool. I like the way she looks. Um, all the characters look fun. It's yeah. just good to be back in that world again. Yeah, th- Love love, love the last hairbender, right? You know what? No, not the last hairbender. Avatar. It's time to, for them to take their name back. Yeah, f- this is the true Avatar. Exactly. Fuck out of here, blue people. Your time has, is over. Yeah. So speaking of time over, it looks like for Godzilla and Kong, New Empire coming in 2024, March fifteenth. Looks like they got some big bad to fight together. Because I don't know if you saw like the teaser trailer for the movie. Yeah, I did. Uh, it gave us nothing. It gave us no it gave information. Us <laughs> very little. Very little information. I'm just thinking like, who is this like new prime ape that they're fighting? It's like, are they fighting Lanky Kong? I I went Uzuru. <laughs> I went uh, Dragon Ball apes. Yeah, no. It looks like just a giant like orange orangutan. Yeah, I I, I Which wonder. Is funny because it's like King. Does like King Kong have like family beef or something like that? I mean, like that'd be cool. It'd be really cool. But also, it's like how how powerful or strong does this new Kaiju have to be to take down both Kong right? and Godzilla? He's, he just big monkey. The other one big monkey too. Yeah. That's why he need lizard to help big monkey fight big monkey? I don't know. Maybe this unless this guy's super fucking big, or maybe he has like human intelligence or something like that. Maybe it's like a mashup between like Planet of the Apes and Godzilla. And I did King see Kong. someone said that they're gonna call the new ape Caesar until they give him an official name. That's fair, as well. They should. I don't know. I just I don't know. I I bet I don't want to see my boy Godzilla lose. I fucking love Godzilla. For anyone who doesn't know, yeah, honestly, like in a world of like the kaiju, like King Kong can fucking get out of here. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you, cheap, shitty American knockoff of the franchise? I know. I remember Tali and I were on opposing sides for this. She was all team King Kong. I was all team Godzilla. Why? Who, who would support Big Monkey when there is Giant Dragon? Because she was team USA. Since when? <laughs> Since King Kong, I guess. Since when, Tali? Since <laughs> when? Uh, I'm calling you out on this one. I don't know. She just wanted the Big Monkey to win oh uh, big monkey cool but big monkey not that cool i mean so i'm glad they actually have like a determined winner in godzilla versus kong true still haven't seen it but i believe oh you. you gotta watch it dude it's on hbo max it's like come on dude that i have access to thousands of things i've yet to get to buddy i don't know i feel like everyone who comes to my house i always have to put godzilla you, you did monsters. make me watch you did make me watch it like uh, yeah because i'm just like twice. how have you not how have you not seen this movie this movie is fucking phenomenal he's he, uh, we, we were just gonna hang out and play video games and he's like you know what no we're doing this tonight and yeah. i was like yes sir because <laughs> yes, how I. can you not see like the best movie ever i saw the movie that's like one of the first dates Sally and i went on to and i'm so happy because i was just like look some things you need to know about me and what i'm a fan of and like how far i will go with this fandom fair enough you are a very big godzilla guy yeah, because we were watching the movie, like the opening scene, like he's when he's first fighting King Ghidorah, and like she's, oh. she she said she had a blast because like in the first fight, like I apparently held my breath throughout the whole fight sequence, <laughs> and then finally when like Godzilla escaped, I was just like, "Oh man, I can breathe now." <laughs> oh, I believe it. I believe it. So I'm excited for this. It looks cool. I'd like to see where they're gonna take it. I can. I will, I will always appreciate any good kaiju fights. Fair enough. But moving on here to our last segment. A uh, question time! It's my favorite time of the week. Question time for those who don't know. Uh, if you want your question to be featured on the podcast, send your questions over to us at Divergent sixty four. Where we, you know, you can either DM us or and send it to us over on the question prompt that we post the day before recording, or DM either of us. Yeah, that works too. Uh, first question we here have is from Jeff. This man, a staple of this, a staple of the pod at this point, pretty much. Uh, but I guess it's a two-parter question, I guess. Uh, for, first one he's asking is, what is a moment in anime that made you happy cry? Knife Edge death Match. Okay. That that shit was so raw. I was like, this is amazing. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know how much I cried at that, but a happy cry moment from anime. Finding out Genkai was alive after, after the whole Dark Tournament thing. That was nice. That's really good. I can't really think of too many other happy cries I've had. No, no I guess the ending. Of you, a lot Haku of Pokemon show. moments. The ending of Yu Hacker Show definitely made me happy cry. I didn't love the art they ended on, but I can see what you're saying. That's what I said. Like the end, the last like five minutes of the episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, when he goes back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a good one too. Um, you know what? Uh, uh Fullmetal Alchemist when Edward basically proposes to Winry. I'll give half of my life to you if you give half of yours to me oh yeah it, like in the most cash way ever he's like you know we should get married though you know if you're not doing anything later you know and she's like what <laughs> and he's like yeah i love you you know that right so we're like let's get married and she's like fucking what <laughs> uh that was a good moment that was funny i enjoyed that also very cute <laughs> uh exactly but yeah a lot of, a lot of pokemon moments between like ash and pikachu and stuff like that like, oh yeah just believing in each other like those are beautiful moments too yeah, that last from the latest season where he where he's battling Leon and like Pikachu. Yeah, I've only is seen, about to like knock out and, like and he's, they're doing that flashback of uh, all like, that they've been through together and like oh that, the, hits ya. that hits you, that hits you. Yeah, that shit's good. It was good because I even found myself screaming. I was like, do it. Yeah, no, that that definitely got people heated. That uh, that was nice. What about you? What do you got? Oh uh, yeah, that Pokemon moment. Um, I'm trying to think. I think in Ice Shield twenty one. That's on my like, list. I'm watching that soon. Uh, I show Twenty One. There's a moment where, like, he is facing in a like. I guess he's he's facing up against the Ojo White Knights. Finally, you know, like a rematch, basically, kind of thing. And, like, I guess the guy from the other team is, like, a linebacker who's, like, just as fast as Senna. And he has to, like, I guess Senna has to, like, overcome everything. Like, overcome his fear of getting hit and, like, trying to push through. Because if he get, he's like, if I can get past him, I can score and we can win this game, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess he comes up with some cool-ass technique. I think it's called, like, Devil back Ghost Dive or something like that. Oh, fuck. I love sports anime. They yeah. give the craziest name to, like, just basic maneuvers. So, it's cool. <laughs> like, and when I was reading this in the manga, like, that that, like, splash page epic like i fucking loved it because like it's just him doing the act there's no words like there's no panel breaks or anything it's just like big splash page him like jumping and diving in the air basically and i was like damn it looks so fucking cool all right good shit so that was pretty cool another one i guess for me is when I like race to the oh, airport oh my god yeah all of, all of all of the endings of high score girl were so good all like two of them yeah i will say one of them because they both ended the same way <laughs> so really good i think and then the second part to this question is what is your preferred animation art style i don't even know how to answer that I mean, like i guess what's an animation style you really like to see um one i hate is one piece but i love it anyways really even like the new stuff and new stuff is raw but i still hate the character designs like in general they just feel weird and cartoony that's that's the whole point, but like now, now, now they've grown on me and they've changed the style to the point where it looks cooler. But like the original style was just like ugh, I didn't like it that much. It took me a while to get into it because of that. Uh, high school girl, I fucking hated that animation style. Oh, really? Yeah, like um, CGI anime is so ugly to me. Oh, but I-, I loved the story so much that I didn't care after a few episodes because I was so into it. Especially with like how hyped you were about this, you were like, "This is so me!" Oh my god, it's me for real! And I was like, yeah. "This is you, buddy. This is." uh but that was I, good i, I like there? the animation style i think animation styles that i like is kind of like very good i'm a, i'm big on 2d traditional style animation yeah like i don't like 3d stuff i don't like when you try to because then it just looks gumby-ish and like i just don't like i don't know there is some good like 3d style animation it's really good i think if anything that's coming out like the most recent stuff if anything that's coming out like akin to like spider-verse and like teenage mutant Ninja turtles and mayhem yeah but those those don't feel like what like the 3d anime is but the, the best example I have of, like, them starting to get it right is Trigun Stampede. Like, that's a th- 3D anime that yeah. looks really fucking good and fluid. Like, I really like the way that show looks. So, like, they're definitely coming a long way. There's a, I'm also a big fan of, like, the rough 90s anime style. I do, too. Because, like, every frame has impact. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they had to get around, um like, fluidity in, like, a very creative way. Because they just had less cells to work with, essentially. Yeah. I love, I do love that, like the Yu, Yu Hakusho style. Like, if I see arts, like Yu, Yu Hakusho artwork yeah. in that style, I'm just like, I have to get That's it. just such a classic style. I love it. I'll never shut up about Yu Hakusho. Fight me. I don't give a fuck. But also, um, like, Studio Bones and Studio Mappa have, like, really good animation styles that I love a lot. Like, um, Mob Psycho 100, love that animation style. Like, when it's quick and fast paced and kind of fluid, um, one Punch Man has really awesome animation and everything like that. Yeah. But I guess also to go to over, like, the American style, I do like cartoons that have, like, thick, broad, sharp outlines kind of thing, like, American... American. Batman, the Brave and the Bold. I was just thinking Brave and the Bold, yeah. That's really good. I do also do, like, anything that's, like, been, like, anime influence. Like, obviously, Avatar The Last Avatar. Airbender, Teen Titans. Love Teen Titans. That animation style is so good. Because, yeah, yeah, exactly. You can see, like, the anime influence, but they still keep, like, an American... Um, Like action sense about it, like where it still feels like American cartoony and not like anime cartoon. So, and then also obviously like Dexter's Lab. I mean, even like Gendi Tartakovsky, you, yeah, and yeah, you know, we're big fans of him. Yeah, <laughs> anything that he's done, I do love the animation there because it's like he does a good blend of like well, American style with like Japanese influence. Because Gendy takes a lot of like really sharp, jagged, um, like rough looking characters. But then he makes them move so quickly that he do- that he cuts it in, like, a really fluid way that it's really expressive. And that's what I love so much about Gandhi's art style is that he takes something and makes it move in a way that, like, you don't think it should move in. Yeah. So, I guess, too, overall, I do love basically any, any animation style. I do love it. Dude, if you- it's good, it's good. Yeah. When it, when it be hitting it, hidden. It, that's definitely true. So, it's... Yeah. great question though i do love that question like, yeah that was a really good because like, i could dive in for days, for days on this and i don't want to take up the whole time of this podcast here so yeah i mean you know yeah we maybe we, we'll, we'll we'll come back to it but we'll make it a topic one of these days we're going to start doing special episodes where we actually focus on something <laughs> <laughs> I, I i keep mentioning it but eventually we'll get there once we start running out of news or if we start doing a patreon secret episode who knows who knows i mean running out of news come on do you know I me mean? yeah this man's got his finger on the pulse uh, next question that we have here is actually, ooh, we're getting spicy here from Mabel. Oh, God. What are you doing to us now, Mabel? Flirting advice. <laughs> Fuck, don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I got one here. Flirting advice for all, all my boys out there. Step one, don't. <laughs> he's so correct though (laughs) seriously no okay i i have been accused of being a flirt in the past and stuff like that and i'm like i assure you i am just interested in talking to people that's all there is to it apparently that's the fucking key to flirting just be interested and genuine and don't be a creepy human yeah don't be weird i mean if you're trying to flirt flirt when they're like you have like you you know you're on a date I ask, just be just be. How do you get on the date if you didn't flirt your way into a date though? Buddy? I mean, just just ask and be like, "Hey, do you want to go out? Do you want to go out like, go out? like get coffee or dinner or something?" Just like. walk up to somebody on the street. Do you want to get coffee with me? Maybe not that strong about it, but you know, just be like a little a little bit direct. No, you got to be as strong as the coffee you're going to get together and the bonds you're going to forge. Be a little bit direct, but you know, be polite. Don't I don't know, be I was, like imposing or anything. I was uh, I was flipping through the tickety tocks earlier today, and I saw of all people, little dicky uh doing an interview saying like oh like what's your go-to like flirt move or something like that and he's like you know you never know who's interested or not so what i do is i say hey how open to you right now uh to being like flirted with and the person will be like oh like i have a boyfriend so i'm not open to it right now but like thank you for asking that i appreciate it uh and then other people will be like oh i'm very open depending on who's talking to me or something like that and i was like that's a great move because you know what fucking women love consent and they just want to be respected as humans so yeah. so also step two don't slide in the dms come on don't we're above slide that. In the d- guys you're better than this yeah i mean obviously there's scenarios where it's okay for that to happen but so many different other variables need yeah. to align but also i don't fucking know i have just lucked into every relationship i've ever been in same just purely by accident pretty much the same for me too yeah so, so don't ask us we yeah. t- t- we ain't got no risk guys we're rizzless so, I mean, yeah, that's the first thing you can do. Just, one, don't. Be respectful. Like, obviously, there's a time and place. If you want to ask them out to a date, just be like, hey, do you want to? And establish that it's a date. So that way you know that it's okay to flirt. I, I have been in this situation where I have not established it was a date. And I was like, oh, the fuck is going on here? Women go through so much already. Like, at the, the end of the day, i don't think they need like this bullshit to deal with dude i will straight up i I used to have a rule where like i just would not talk to somebody if i thought they were attractive because i'm like they probably get hit on a lot i don't want to i don't want them to think i'm hitting on them and apparently that makes them want to talk to you so it works guys you're listening to the nerdiest fucking podcast possible what are you doing asking us about (laughs) flirting advice Whatever we said, probably the opposite. I don't know. If you I want to be know. true Sigma male, don't even fucking. I don't know, dude. The fuck. I don't know what's going on with like my fuck boy shit for a second here. You know what? Don't the best best flirting advice? Don't do it. Focus on the grind. You know, get your stacks. Then the bitches will come to you. I don't just. I don't get be yourself. I guess don't try to be someone you're not. This man's so wholesome. I love him. I mean, that's what I did. I mean, it's got to be this far. It was pretty far. Good on you. We love Dolly. So, yeah, I mean, one, don't be a creep. Just don't be weird. Keep you cool. And don't do it. <laughs> Just don't flirt. <laughs> Honestly, that is the best advice is don't flirt. Just be genuinely interested in human connection. Goes a lot further than you think. But I guess if you do, I guess the one thing I could advise you on is if you do want a relationship, it's like, let them know what you're into from the beginning. That is true. That's very good advice because, like, because you don't, you don't. I guess show them who you are from the beginning because you don't want someone to, like, later learn on what your highways and interests are and they don't like them. And then, you know, this is something that you, now you have to do on your own, which is totally fine. But then, you know, you might get angry or, like, resent them for not being involved in the, your activities and everything. Yeah. Which is why with my girlfriend, like, I showed her straight up, like, this is who I am from the beginning. And, you know, she fucked with it. And there we are. So now we know we, we watch anime together. We play video games together. True. But we've been new ever since we, like, went to the Star Wars pop-up at Whistler, like, yeah, ten years ago or whatever the fuck that was. But that's the thing is like I didn't know like did her did you know did her fandom just stop at Star Wars? It's <laughs> like you remember the singer for the Ewok band. Yeah, how in love with her we were. <laughs> uh, but I, mean, I guess that's the only advice I could say. Is and like, you know what? We didn't talk to her because we were respectful young men. <laughs> yes, yeah, we were probably both with girlfriends at the time. I mean, I was my with my ex girlfriend there at the time so That's true. Man, those cocktails were really good they were so there's your flirting advice don't do it for my men it, folks it's not worth it <laughs> <laughs> do will just break your heart i guess next question here we have is from Tali. she's asking what organizations in chicago can you shout out that help create creative spaces for youth oh i don't know but i would love to hear any answers after after school matters is a really fun one that i just like always appreciate yeah. working with um there is a group called steam i think that also does some stuff um with like Kind of promoting like the video game culture and everything like that, but like in a very communal way. What do you got, buddy? Uh, the only thing I can think of is called Stop Southsiders Together, organizing for power. Uh, they fought to an, ex- they fought for an accessible level one trauma center to the south side of Chicago and won. Which fucking insane! That they didn't have one. The literally most trauma ridden area of the city does not have like a serviceable trauma ward. Fucking don't get me started. Don't get me started on this shit. But um, no, that's a good one too. Um. No, that's awesome. Honestly, I would like to hear more. I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to get into more volunteer opportunities and things that I can like support and help out. I don't know, I'm pretty sure like a lot of comic shops will have like a lot of places to recommend. Um, I don't know, I guess for other creative spaces, you can do good old friend Diego's uh, neighborhood soccer. That's what games. I was trying to say, and I couldn't think of what it was called, so I didn't want to bring. There's it up. that one. So aside from that, I would love to hear more. I would like to know more. You know, you know, promote them, spread them out. Yeah, give people more accessibility to this kind of stuff. I, uh, if my buddy ever gets it off the ground, we are trying to uh, develop a basketball program for kids. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. If that ever happens in the future, best believe I'm going to try to be attached to that because you know <laughs> how I love to hoop. And then the last question we have here is from Pablo asking, what's the crossover we need to see in anime and a cartoon? Wait. One anime crossing over with, with one a cartoon. cartoon? Yes. Yes. Oh. oh, my God, the infinite possibilities. Gundam and Dexter's Lab. Dude, you had that in the chamber so quick. Yep. And that's such a raw idea. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I um, have that. Uh, Samurai Champloo and Samurai Jack. I was going to say Samurai Jack and One Piece fighting Zoro. Um, Samploo, yeah, Champloo and Samurai Jack is awesome too, though. <laughs> no, we could do the Misadventures of Flapjack and One Piece. Yeah, okay, I could see that one too. Chowder and Food Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good actually. <laughs> um Tokyo Ghoul and Courage the Cowardly Dog. Mhm. Good, 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 good. Um Kim Possible and Totally Spies? Totally Spies is not an anime though. It's a French cartoon. Oh, it's French. Yeah. Oh, we oui, we. Oui. Uh okay, Kim Possible and Spy Family. That'd be good. That'd be fun. Actually, yeah, that's a pretty good one. I would like that. I just love Kim Possible. <laughs> good old named kids next doors and Spy Ooh, family. yeah. Oh, that would be perfect. Oh, my God. There's so many possibilities. This would be awesome. Uh, Berserk and Samurai Jack. Fuck, that'd be raw as shit. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Space Jam and Code Code no Basket. <laughs> that'd be fun. That would be really good, actually. I would like to see that. Uh, what's another good one? How about Vinland Saga and Avatar? Yes, yes, that could be cool as hell. And what kind of benders are you? Fucking blood benders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This there's, is there's a, there's a a from the water tribe. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Land of ice. I don't know. You got any? I feel like I've been spitting so many here. So <laughs> as, that's the entirety of our dynamic, buddy. <laughs> uh, there's just so many. Um. My Hero Academia and X Men the Animated Series. That's a good one. I was going to say My Hero and Justice League. Mine's better. No, nah, I think mine's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about um, X Men the American animation and Wolverine the anime? <laughs> I don't know. Just Demon Slayer and Samurai Jack again. Yeah, you could throw Samurai Jack into so many things because literally the point of that show is that he was thrown through time to any possibility. Doctor Stone and Primal. Yeah, that'd be rad. <laughs> They'd be like, "Why aren't you guys talking?"
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the entire episode, Space Dandy and regular show. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I want to think of one for Space Cow or for um Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Then I can't think of a good, adequate American cartoon to counteract that one. I don't know. See, I'm thinking of a lot of anime that would match oh. up pretty funny. Cowboy Bebop Agent Elvis. Cowboy Bebop Agent Elvis. Yeah, that'd be a good one. So, oh, there we go. That's there's a the crossovers that we need to see. There's a lot, man. This is a fun this is a really fun think tank kind <laughs> of a question. Yeah. Um but let us know which ones you guys would like to see. You know Throw what? Throw it in the comments. I think this I, I think this should inspire you to do uh, a few photo shoots. Probably. This there's, there's, there's some good material here to work with. There is. I definitely have a majority of this stuff to to shoot with, so. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. But as always, thank you for listening to another episode of the Divergence Podcast. Please follow us over at Divergence64 on Instagram, and soon to be now YouTube and Twitter. It's coming, folks. Yeah, and you can follow me over at GeekNight90 on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. He's got so many. I only have one. (laughs) (laughs) Give me uh, a Bumblingbee underscore on Instagram, and I'll Maybe add more. I don't know. We'll see. And we hope you enjoyed another great episode here. And remember to have yourselves a damn good one. Later, losers.